Happy Shmushmorial Day. Yeah, what are you doing? Why aren't you out there celebrating? Oh, well, I have no one to celebrate with at the moment. They, some celebrating happened yesterday because it's going to be rainy today. Oh, those are the best Memorial Days. But then I was working, so I couldn't participate. <laughs> I love when it's raining. Oh, I didn't, it's like so sunny here. Why is it raining there? I'm jealous. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it was overcast all day yesterday with some sprinkles. And then today it's supposed to be thunderstorm. I love when it rains on these holidays. People go to the, they're like, oh, we're going to go to the park and we're going to put a blanket down and we're going to sit there and we're going to have our charcuterie board and our wine <laughs> and our spritzers. <laughs> and we're just going to sit there for hours upon end. I don't get it. And connect. Yeah, that's fine to do for like an hour, maybe an hour and a half at most. And sitting on the ground, I ain't got the flexibility to do that. Oh, yeah, that's a, honestly is something you should work on that should be a goal i know we're halfway through 2023 but maybe for the the rest of the six months that should be a goal every time i talk to, to you to sit down you critique me every time i talk to you oh your diet sucks you can't f touch your toes this is all terrible things you need to fix that oh yeah every time well you do a lot of complaining about things complaining me what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> You're right. You don't complain. <laughs> so anyway, yes, when it rains on Memorial Day, that's the best. Our plans were ruined. <laughs> they were well, we were ruined. all going to go to the pool today because the pool's open finally. And then I was going to get to, you know, participate. And uh, now they went to the zoo early this morning and they were going to leave at nine. And I was like, oh. There's nothing I love more than watching joy on people's faces turn to disappointment. <laughs> it's the best. If you can Horrible. see it in real time, that is one of the best things. Some people would say it's projecting. That uh, I'm unhappy, so I want other people to be unhappy. Eh, that's a little basic for me. It's more complex than that. No, I think you're just telling yourself that. No. Be more interesting. It's, no. I'm not basic. I have very complicated thoughts. I mean, sure, that is true. They're so complicated, I couldn't even begin to discuss them because nobody would understand. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ, and this week's topic, I want you, Autumn, to repeat exactly what you said to me before we started recording when I said, what's this week's topic going to be? I want to talk about how uh, it feels. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I got pressure. I felt pressure because I needed to say exactly what I said. And I don't remember exactly what I said. Let me start over. Uh, I want to talk about how I feel less inclined to invest in the future because I feel like everything's going to blow up and there's no point. Now, do you feel like it's literally going to blow up and nuclear uh, no, holocaust? No, I don't. No, I don't, but I, I feel like that's in the, you know, that's in the cards, certainly, as a possibility. But no, not literally blow up. Just like, it feels like the world's going to, well, not the world, the United States at least is going to, um, is shifting into a place of less dominance over the world. And... Um, you think that isn't good for your future 
No, it feels it feels more like if you don't pay for something, like if you have debt or um, if you think you've saved enough for retirement, guess again. I feel like there's um, a lot. If you have debt. I feel like, like there's a lot of play it. here. There, you, I, I, there was a gauntlet already that you've run. One of them was the United States is losing its influence and power. But then you said overall the world feels like uh, it's going to blow up. And I don't mean the world. I meant like when I said the world, I really meant more like the micro. And then you're talking what about our world is retirement funds. Our world, not the world. Well, it Sorry. could be the world. Absolutely. Like I said, it's in the cards, but. Our world specifically. Yeah, this is I out think, of character for you. I mean, I live my whole life thinking none of this even fucking matters. Why? <laughs> yeah, the, the, it doesn't. It doesn't depress me. You know, it just is like, well, then, okay. This is this is where I think the where it starts for me is, um, you know, thinking. You know, I wanna I wanna try. I got okay. We're I'm in a two bedroom apartment, and I've got the kids right. They're a boy and a girl, and at some point they cannot share a room. I don't even I don't know legally if they're not allowed to share a room at some point. I but think legally you're allowed to share a room. There's I know, I've, I've seen so apartments here. I've seen apartments here in New York, a studio apartment where there's f- two bunk beds. So clearly the mom uh, t- right. she was a single mother. I peeked in walking down the stairs one day at, and uh the mom sleeps in one of the bunks and each kid has their own bunk and they're all in wow. the same room. That's interesting. But so I, I want to try and get into something that's a three bedroom. Um, so you think, well, you know, try and switch to a three bedroom apartment because that'll be cheaper. JK, it's not. It's not cheaper. Do they even have three bedroom apartments in this complex you live in? Yes, they do. What are they run? What do you pay now? Like $2,400 a month. What do you pay now? Well, I'm supposed to be paying 16 something, but then they switched how they do things and now I'm paying 17 something because the, the my real rent is 16 something, but then they decided to make us start paying for like trash and water and whatever. And they said that it'll only be a certain amount. Like they won't charge you over this amount. Um, and it's always at that cusp. You know what I'm saying? Like it's always at that edge. So I'm paying 17, 10. Because there's utilities tacked. What was going on before? You didn't pay your I own mean, water? I mean, I pay. I, no, I didn't pay for water. Um, ga- oh, wait. Uh, no, I didn't pay for water, trash, sewer, whatever. I paid I paid my BG&E, you know, electric. and. Well, this place else. sounds like a hellscape. Maybe it's time oh, to it's leave. Ex- I can't leave. It's, I like it here a lot. I know, but they're starting to screw over their residents. No, they're not. Because, look, like I said, if I try and move anywhere else, even two bedrooms, it's still more expensive than what I'm paying now. They're profiting. Okay. Hold on. This this trash and water billing. There's no way you can just get a direct bill for your meter because I would not trust the, the apartment complex to say, uh, this is what you owe. Uh, they're overcharging. No, the meter is mine. Is is for what I pay with uh, BG&E. Okay, so that that was something you said that they added onto your rent, though. So what the? Oh, you're talking about water? Yes. Oh, yeah, and I think it's shared in the building. Yeah, so I wouldn't trust it. They're profiting. 
I know there's nothing Ugh. you can do about it, but this is why I made my statement about getting out of that hellscape because I do not trust them to say, all right, this is exactly what it costs. We just want to cover our costs. We're not trying to make money off of this. And it's also not even some people are going to be using more water than other people. Mm-hmm. So even if you split it fairly amongst everyone and the, the apartment complex didn't profit off of it, that's still not a good way to do it. So, well, whatever it's that or, um, you know, up heave up roots my whole life here. I would ask and, him for bills. I'd say, look, you're charging me for this. I want to see your breakdown. I want to see how much uh, trash pickup costs you. And then you can probably quickly find out how much. Uh, Nothing's going to satisfy me. Um, they're not going to change it just for me They're gonna be, because it's a corporate thing. So they're going to be like. Rile, you could rile the whole apartment complex. I'm if, not interested. I think that you ha- if you're paying it, you have the right to see what they pay for trash pickup services. And then you can, quickly, sure. you can quickly figure out how many apartments are in that complex. You can do some rough math and you can say, oh, each person should be paying this. But, oh, look at here. You're charging me double that. And then you put flyers around and everyone gets riled up and then they have to, they have to back <laughs> and off month to month. So then they say, Hey, we're ending your lease. <laughs> well, then you sign another lease. I, I also feel like legally, and I know when you get into the legal realm, there's costs involved and is and time and frustration. All of this is already something I'm not interested in doing, man. I'm interested in it. I want to take them down because it's greed. This is greed manifest. But anyway, okay. So you can't, the, the three bedrooms cost 20 for, for a suburb. Yeah. This is housing in general. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So then you think, well, I'll pay less in a mortgage if I try and move. I can't move anywhere. Like everything here. And I think it's a, it's, it's like this everywhere or, or many, many places. Everyone's talking about like housing issues. But everything is so expensive. And then you have to put like at least 3% down. And that's not really very good. uh, um, For what do you mean for what? You have to put at least 3% down for what? As uh, investment or whatever. Like you, um, you know, like when you buy a house, you have to put a certain amount down. I thought like 20% is what you're supposed to put down. 3%. 10%. Three is the minimum and 10 is like where you should be. 20% would be crazy awesome. But 20 is really here, what it should be. I, I I fell into that trap years ago when I bought the house in Cabbage Town where it's like, I don't have any money to put down. Like, no problem. Here's another loan for 20%. So you take the total price and then we'll give you a loan for 20% of that. So you can put that as the money down and then you'll have two mortgages. Oh, great. And it's, and it's all interest only. So you won't be paying off any principal. And then it will balloon after 10 years. Okay. <laughs> sounds sounds like a good deal. Where do I sign I understand up? I kind of understand what all those words mean and I'll say okay. Well, my my plan was to move to New York anyway, but I was like, look, I'll buy this and I'll make uh, some quick money on it because I'll flip it. People are going to want to live in Cabbage Town. I'll live here for 4 years, I mean, 3 years. All right. Yeah, I was except for uh those mortgages I just told you about that allowed me to get the house, tank the economy and yeah. when I moved in 2008, the housing market was not in any great shape that's what you need to wish for you need to wish for a total collapse so it goes back to 2008 yes. if you were looking to buy now in but it was 2008 man that would be great for you yeah because i don't have any money to put down i do not have money to put down 
And it, let's say, um, you know, the the houses here are going for like $360,000 for these townhomes. And it's 20% down is like 72 grand. Nobody has that. Yeah, that's really not so bad, though. It's a lot of money. But I'm saying for that price. 36000 for 10% down? I don't have that. Who has that money? I also guess my my uh, perspective on this has been skewed because in New York, if I want to buy anything, it's like, got a million dollars? Like, no. Right, I right, right. I don't have a fucking million dollars for a 500-square-foot studio. No, um, you're in a renter's world, so that that makes more sense. But like, but but you know, in the past, three hundred seventy five thousand dollars for a house, I would have that would have blown my mind. And now right. I'm like, eh, that's not so bad. What would that payment come out to be? But also, interest rates are awful at this right. point too. Yeah, and they're exactly. Only, okay. They're only going to so, get worse when the uh, this ties into your theme. But right. uh, you know, the the looming debt crisis that politicians seemingly have. No interest in actually solving because it's more important to dig in your heels and say, look, I'm fighting the other side, even though something like uh, you know, the debt crisis, if we cross over the line and interest rates will go even higher and the stock market will tank and you talking about 401ks, you're going to lose your money. Sure, you're in it and you're younger, so you've still got time for it to rebound, but it's absolute bullshit. It brings nothing but more problems. But uh, no, it's more important to me. I don't let the other side get anything that they want, so I'm going to dig in and blow up this fucking deal. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck all of you. I wish the U.S. Capitol would, just if you're talking about the world exploding, I wish there was, for whatever reason, a very focused explosion in the Capitol when all those fucking assholes were in session. Damn, Greg, I'm not trying to kill people. I'm just trying to complain. I'm not saying that, look, I'm saying that this is some kind of natural phenomenon. I'm not saying somebody should do it themselves. But, yeah, uh, but even if it's something, I still don't want people to die. Let's say a meteor uh, hit the U.S. Capitol. I don't think I'd shed any tears. That's all I'm saying. Damn. <laughs> because there are pro these are real problems that you're talking about. The housing uh, mm -hmm. crisis that's going on now. There's no fucking solutions for anything, and nobody seems to even care because all they fucking care about uh, my constituents. No, I care about myself and my power and my job, and I got to get reelected. And the only way I'm going to get reelected is if I babble this bullshit about how I can't get anything done because the other side is stopping me. But I'll continue to fight the good fight. If you elect me again and most people stay at home at that point, they say, I'm fed up with this. This is absolute bullshit. I don't care. Then the only people who go vote are the fucking people who fall for that. The whole system is absolute garbage. I agree that the system is garbage. It's really this, gotten out of hand. This ties maybe, into your theme. This is why talking about investing into the future, like who fucking cares? We're all so, and I, I think I talked about it on the radio show when Eric was out. You know, that somebody used to be able to, you know, a, a, a man that let's say in the past would go be an electrician all day and wire houses. And then they would come back home to their family where their wife stayed home and they had purchased that house on a dude who wires fucking houses all day. Yeah, that was, and the, that was the American dream. And that's as much right. As and I have three jobs and I can't do fucking shit. As much and as as much as I mock it. It's frustrating. It is. As much as I, I say the American dream in a mocking tone, 
there was a middle class. This is what's disappearing. The middle class is yeah. it's things are not accessible anymore. Well, I feel like I'm middle class, but there's But you see the struggles that come along with it. Yeah. You're middle class and it's becoming more and more difficult to live as what historically has been considered middle class. It's like good luck. It's pushing you to poverty. It's like, sure, you're not impoverished. You have no. food, you know, uh, you know, but it, it's pushing that direction and the rift in between the two sides grows ever wider. So it makes me feel like, I mean, I don't have anything in savings, really. I mean, I'm saving, but then I use that money <laughs> to like continue to live. Um, and I replenish it like it, it grows and then it I use it. It grows and then I use it. And... I mean, I have a 401k and I have an IRA, like a rollover IRA from a million years ago that lost a bunch of money. Um, but as far as like retirement at some point, A, speaking from my perspective now, I'm sure that will change as I get older. But I don't really care about retiring. I don't really want to retire um, because I think the idea of retirement is also it needs to the, the idea also needs to be sort of reframed because it used to be that you could retire because you worked your whole life at one company and then you'll get a pension and so you'll be able to re, you'll be able to retire um and like sit around and like in your home that you own because you've paid it off because it didn't cost a quadrillion it didn't cost as much as it does now um so you paid it off sooner and you got to just like play with your grandkids or something or like travel. But now it feels like if I retired, I would just continue to struggle, but then I wouldn't work. You know, like I would I would still be like. Well, you get that fat social security check that'll give you uh, after taxes, $1,500 a month. Well, even that if, isn't if guaranteed still, anymore, right? Yeah, like it, that, that hasn't that exists. been our, our thing our whole life is that you're going to start paying once you start working. 15 year old autumn, you will be paying into the social security tax or whatever. Uh, but you might not get that money by the time you retire. I'm like, Oh, cool. I mean, there's always that possibility and it would surprise me if it, if it went away and see, that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Also. It's like you, there used to be some trust, I guess, like things, things, you know, shift things, uh, the pendulum swings, you know, into, um, you know, abundance and less than that, you know, figuring the, the world changes. But there used to be sort of more faith or trust in the government and sort of what was put in place. And I don't know if maybe it was the government. Was, well, maybe that's because. Well, yeah, I do think it was that because you would invest in retirement, um, like in Social Security, and then you'd get it. There were people who hated Social Security from the moment it was introduced. Mm hmm. FDR brings about social security and people are like, fuck this. So there's always been people who don't buy into that system and think that you are responsible right. for yourself and you shouldn't be taking any handouts from the government. So I, well, that's a judgment. I'm not talking about a judgment. I'm talking about at least it, it happened. Yeah. But there's always been people fighting it, which is right. a reason why it, why it may go away uh, amongst other reasons, just mismanagement of the country and its finances oh, uh, to begin with. The expectation for uh, sort of put on the citizens to behave a certain way morally, um, pay your debts. If you have debt, pay your debts. Um, 
If you take out a loan, pay it back. If you um, didn't know what you were doing and fucked up your taxes, well, you're going to be in huge trouble if you don't pay us. Okay. And then the government, who is supposed to be like leading the country, that do- that shit doesn't apply to them. And then, of course, like, it doesn't. About, like I, politicians I, and things. It's like, like, I have no, I have no, I have no reason. It's like, you're just, you're if just, you're the leader, I'm supposed to be following your example. So why would I do that if yeah, you're not just doing coming it? to this realization? It? It's really it's crushing, isn't it? You thinking about no, this it's stuff not crushing. It's just first... frustrating. No, it's it's absolutely crushing because there's no good <laughs> path forward. You talk about pensions in the past. There was uh, corporations who would pay you. You were loyal to them. You stuck with right. them. They'd give you money. It also got you out of the way and allowed them to bring more people in. And right. at some point we're moved towards this system we're talking about responsibility where it's like your 401k invest in the machine, put your money into the machine, yeah. feed the machine. We got to get the machine going. Uh, this machine that ever is, is always hungry. It's never satisfied. It needs to show nonstop growth. And if it doesn't, then the money you put into that, it's not going to pay off unrealistic in its own right. Then you throw in people who are fueled by greed and they manipulate the machine and they break the machine at times that the machine crashes and you're talking about you don't pay your bills, the debt collectors come after you. Uh, you do your taxes incorrectly. If you do them on purpose uh, incorrectly, you go to jail. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. Right, uh, right, right. To me, that's still a gray area. Fuck taxes uh, and the IRS. But, you know, the way it's set up now, sure, I go to jail. I can't really argue it. I can argue the principle of it, but it, it's, it is what it is. But you got these people who go in and they manipulate the stock market. Uh, they need to line mm-hmm. their pockets more and more and more and more and more. I want more money, more money, more money. They break it. You suffer the consequences when it all comes crashing down and they get a little slap on the wrist. They don't, yes. they don't go to jail. Nobody goes to jail. The government comes in and they bail out the fucking banks and the finance people. And even even when they put in new regulations, there's fines tied to that. But if you're doing something shady that brings you five hundred million dollars and your fines a million dollars, what the fuck? Right, do big you deal. Care? What do you care? You're like, yeah, okay. It's the same. Like it's 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 it feels like so many people who are in positions of power and therefore leadership. And I know this isn't like leadership, but like the the guy who fucked up uh, Bed Bath and Beyond. Do you know about this guy? Uh, I think I know a little bit, but go ahead. But just that how he took over and he totally fucked Bed Bath and Beyond and now it's in bankruptcy. Um and so, you know, so many people are losing jobs for that. I mean, there was that and the guy I forget the guy's name. There were several guys that play, but there's the the, the new the, the most the latest was one. the GameStop guy. I don't know too much about Bed Bath and Beyond. I know it was one of the meme stocks at one point and people were pushing it for a short squeeze and you know oh. there was some money to be made. I don't this is me. I don't know what I'm saying at this point, but I'm wondering when you say if he went in, if it was a person who went in pushing for that so that they, well, was it a CEO? Yes. Okay. I, I, I'm not even going to try to speak to it then. Okay. My idea, he, my idea was just like, oh, maybe the person got in and just wanted to benefit themselves. And, but when you're well, CEO, it's a little bit different. So, well, yeah, he did want to benefit himself because he, um, he did some weird things with Bed Bath & Beyond. Like he got them to turn off their air conditioning during certain parts of the day. Yeah, and that, then, that sounds like a radio company I used to work for. 
<laughs> it's like, uh, and then he took away their coup- the coupons, the 20% coupon. And there was such like a backlash. He was like, okay, sorry, I'll put it back. Um, but he's like trying to save money, I guess. But then, okay, the point is, is that now Bed Bath & Beyond is in is bankruptcy. Is even a guy, though? I'm not saying, hold on a second. So he's not, I don't know, I, he can't be responsible for the entire, like, um, uh, failing of the company. But he walks away with, like, $5 billion. Is that actually what he walked away with? No. Maybe, like, $5 million. <laughs> I mean... Uh, but hyper- still, hyperbole, he profited. Hyperbole he made, he made a He made so much money and only made mistakes. Continued to make money. Why am I? Why are we looking up to anybody who's in these positions? They don't know what the fuck they're doing. And all they're doing is like continuing to make so much money when what their decisions and their actions, uh, the consequences of those are people losing their jobs. And then losing money and then making it even more difficult for the, you know, it's. What are you going to do about it? The only thing to do is an actual revolution, an yeah, actual man. one where you go in and you rip it all apart and you drag no, these people stealing. Listen, no, you so, drag uh, these people to the town square and you put them in the, <laughs> and I'm, you put them in the rack or whatever it's called. What? What's Stop it? making it so intense where people are murdered. In front I'm of not, you. I'm not saying murder. You put them there you put them in the thing with their hands and their heads or. Yes. The stocks. Yeah, you put them in the stocks and then you leave them there and you let people come throw tomatoes at their face and then you throw them in you jail. You say, how do you like these stocks, then CEO? You, then you throw them in jail. You, that I To you, it sounds extreme. And I say it and I actually do mean it. Like, I'm not, I'm not advocating the murder of the people, but I do think there needs to be jail time. You know, despite my meteor co- comment about hitting the, the Capitol building. And again, I still stand by it. I wouldn't shed any tears if suddenly they were all wiped out and that I'm not wishing on anyone to take action that leads to murder. I, I do mean that. So sometimes I know I get a big extreme there, but talking about dragging people to a town square and putting them on display and humiliating them and throwing them in jail. I do think that that's, that's the only thing that is going to change any of this. Nothing no, else. There shouldn't there should, there should just be a corporate. I know this sounds sort of, I don't know, office speak, but like a corporate culture of, yes, I am the head of this company, but that doesn't mean that I should necessarily profit a thousand times more than everyone else. Maybe like 10 times more because of your position. That's fine. But not like 10,000% more than everyone else. Why would people do that? Because if they were, because when they were also a lowly worker, they appreciated that. Yeah, but when the whole system is, you get yours. That's what that's your whole that's point what of I'm existence. I, and once you get yours, and once you get yours, you say, "I got mine. I'm done. Good luck right. to you." So changing I'm, the culture, I mean, it's nice in theory, but really, how are you going to do it? Some people, there are some people who get into positions of power and want to do good with that power. But for the most part, if you rose through the ranks and got to CEO, and you could cut a deal where. You really can't be fired. You can be removed, but yeah. you say you remove me, then you pay me uh, $30 million. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do it? Because, I mean, I'm not trying to say like, why does somebody need $30 million? Um, Because it's like, hey, if you want to make $30 million, go ahead. But when it comes at the expense of so many people, it just doesn't feel right. 
to it's me. not right. It's not. This is the it argument. Feel I, right. I, this is this is the driving argument for a lot of people who want change because it fucks a lot of people over and it feels yeah. like the right thing to do to look out for other people to an extent. You know, these people. I don't get, mean to take your thirty million dollars CEO salary and distribute it amongst the workers. Why not? But I, why not? What I, because well. I, why not give I, I them all know. bonuses? Why not? Why not take ten million and give bonuses to the people, or put it back sure. into the company, and help other people? When you're making forty five thousand dollars a year, and you can get an extra five thousand dollars, that means a lot to you, a lot more than it means to the the CEO, who's already yeah. rich. I agree. Those bonuses, yeah, I I agree with that. Um, but I think it it smacks of socialism, I guess. What's wrong with and so maybe e the, even if that were the case? And maybe like because they always say that those things like socialism and communism work on a very small scale. So maybe you could do that just like in your. I don't think it's socialism. Store. <laughs> I don't think it's socialism to put back into the company and reward the people who are working for you and working hard for you. That's not You're fucking right. socialism. Yeah. And people who want to write it off as socialism because they're against complete handouts where people sit around and everyone's treated the same. Uh, you know, that's not what we're talking about here. And I, there's no need to get into that conversation here. Yeah. Just don't confuse the two. There's no, it's not socialism for a person to run a company ethically and looking out for their employees and to say, right. you know what? Uh, enough is enough for me. I'm fine. I'm set for the rest of my life. Let me help you out. And even though it's not going to set you up for life, you know, that divide is going to exist and you're not going to change that. Uh, but let me put back into the company and you can reap a small benefit. I really don't even understand the drive to own a super crazy large home. Well, it's always been pushed as a, a symbol of success. I know, but what's... What's the what's the point of your home? You know, maybe I've just never been in the position to for my home to be a status symbol. To me, it's just my home that I want to make like cozy and nice and a place to live and enjoy. I don't I don't need it to be so huge. But there's a lot of people who don't view it that way. There's a lot of people who do view it as the status symbol and need it to be a beacon to show off. What? their yeah. their place in the world and what they've done. And I understand like people who, you know, are the mega wealthy and they want they have a yacht, you know. That's cool. It's like a toy. I get it. Spend your money on toys. But why does your house have to be so gigantic? What and then <laughs> I like the way a yacht is okay. One of the most well, wasteful a, toy. a personal <laughs> yacht, one of the most wasteful things that you could get in this world. No, but I get it. Like if you like if you have that much money, I don't understand the point. I just mentally don't understand the point of having a gigantic house. I wouldn't want to be comfortable to live in. I wouldn't want me either. That's why I always say like you're up in your bedroom and you forgot your charger in the kitchen. Well, it's like I'll see you in a couple days because it's going to take me 10 minutes to walk, you know. You got to walk really far in those houses to get places. I don't understand the point. And also just the comfort of, you know, checking the doors, knowing they're locked, making sure somebody's not, not that ah, I live in fear of there being a person. Think of how many doors there are to the outside. Yeah. And I don't live in fear of a person being in my apartment, but 
when it's a giant place, it would live in the back of my hands. Like, well, there's plenty of places for a person to hide. If they, yeah, they could be there for weeks in a wing of your house and you wouldn't know. At some point you have anyway. so much money. You don't know what to do with it. I, I think right. I would own, listen, I would own many small places, you know, like I would own an apartment, you know, I'd own an apartment, maybe rent it in New York, like a really nice one that I can afford, you know, $16,000 a month <laughs> to, to rent it. You know, um, I would have a little house here, a little house here, a little house there, little houses, not little houses, but like a cute little house, like in a cool part of, of Atlanta. You know, I'd have a, a nice house here in the neighborhood. I wouldn't live in like one or have like six gigantic houses. I don't get it. Would you rent these out as Airbnbs? No, <laughs> they'd be mine. <laughs> I'd pay somebody like a cleaning service to go like check on it. You know, they wouldn't have to clean it, I guess. But I mean, dust or whatever, run the air. I'd have like a a, a person. I actually, you know, I actually think Airbnb is a good example of greed, and mm-hmm. and how it fucked up Airbnb. Well, just just in general, um, why people can't be trusted when they get a little bit of power and they have the ability to make a little bit of money. They will screw other people over. Like Airbnb started as, you know, the alternative hotel industry, cheaper uh, nights. You can stay at this place. You get a different experience. You can stay in a neighborhood and in a city that you're traveling to that doesn't have hotels. So you get to live differently. And we're at the point now where Airbnbs are more expensive than hotels. And all the different fees that are tied into Airbnbs. And I know Airbnb apparently just changed their... Well, they a, stopped letting people charge $500 for a cleaning fee. Well, they you can still charge it, but now it's seen up front. It's like, here's what this is actually going to cost you before taxes. Well, people aren't going to do it because they're, they're not going to include it anymore because you also You also... I don't even know if that's the default setting. It's still strange to me that... It never was the total price because you see something, it's like, oh, $105 a night, that's great. And then you click on it and it, yeah, the cleaning fee is $500. And I know if you hire a professional cleaning service, it is going to cost a little bit of money. Right. And I'll pay for that. That's fine. But people are profiting uh, off of that. And on top of it, a lot of these people, these hosts put rules into place where it's like, you're doing most of the cleaning anyway before the cleaning people come in. It's like strip the sheets, start the first load of laundry, take out the trash, put it in this spot, put the dishes in the dishwasher. If I stay at an Airbnb and that's not listed out for me, I'm not stripping the bed. But it's like if there's oh, no. a dishwasher, I'll, I'll start the dishwasher. I have no problem with that. And I do want to keep it tidy. And if I can figure out where to take out the trash, I will. Or I'll at least just make sure the trash is all in, in one spot. I had no problem doing that, but these people in a position of power looking to maximize every fucking profit, totally willing to take advantage of the people renting from them and the system that is in place. You know, Airbnb could change a lot of the stuff on a moment's notice. They're the company. They're the ones who can set different rules. They can put a cap on cleaning fees if they want or they can require more documentation that shows it really costs this. And I know that ultimately you don't have to rent these places. 
And hopefully that is where we are, that there's a, right. I, I do feel like the tide has turned a bit with Airbnb because there was a lot of people who were all for it. And well, because it used to be, like you said, cheaper than a hotel and you could have a different experience. And I, right. I, I could appreciate that. I never fully liked it because living here in New York and this ties into our bigger discussion of uh, a housing crisis at the moment, Airbnb has had an effect and in certain places more so than others. Uh, New York, there's already not enough housing and so many are listed for rent on Airbnb. And I feel as though if you own a place, fine, I guess you can rent it, but there's people who have multiple apartments that they're renting that they then secretly rent out because it's against the law to do it, but they still do it to make money. And then that drives up housing costs because there's less apartments on the market for people to rent or demand who live in the city. And then there are a lot of people who bought up a shitload of properties. This is why I asked if you, you know, you're buying all these properties, if you rent them out as Airbnbs, because that became people's business models. And then you find yourself in a spot where you've overextended yourself and you're trying to fuck people over as much as you can, because now you're in a bad spot because of your stupid decisions. I guess you could sell those houses at that point and put them back up there on the market. And it would be great if everyone who bought up multi and I, I look, I know the percentages of people who did this with Airbnb are low. Like most people just have a house or they have a, right. a guest that they're house. in part time. Yeah. But the people who did this, it'd be great if everything was just put back on the market at once. And then they had to sell for less than they paid. I would love that. Well, what was that thing about like Zillow? Buying a bunch of properties. Was it Zill? I know there's BlackRock. Oh, maybe it is BlackRock. BlackRock was a company. I mean, there was companies buying up uh, housing to just put it in the market as rental. That was the whole (sighs) business model. Let's just buy as much as we can. It'll be off the market for purchase and everyone's going to rent. Although, if you look this up quickly, we want to make perfectly clear... BlackRock Rock is not buying individual homes in the U.S. Okay. That's I, not true. I thought that was <laughs> exactly what they were doing. Uh, well, they, they're uh, from their own marketing department. That's not what we're doing. Okay. Um, Another example, though, of taking advantage for uh, profit. Why can't you afford a home? Well, you know, because there's people who need the to make a lot of money. They got to keep making their money. So they're going to buy up the homes and you can rent it for a lot of money, but you ain't going to buy it. Good luck. I really don't even care about buying a home. You know, I'll rent a house. I don't care. I would love to. I mean, if if you buy a place, then that's another thing. It's like uh, fixing it or, or, or having issues with it costs so much money. And I don't really have that capital either. So I'd love living in a, rental where like somebody else has to fix it and maintain it um but which is fair yeah but you know the idea is you buy a home the money is there you get it back it's not spent at that point you're spending it but you're just moving it it's like oh it's cash in my hand and now i'm putting it into the walls of this house and then at some point but it's not really yours the bank owns it yeah until you pay it it off but 30 years later even then though if, if you're paying down the principal yeah. And you have half of it paid off and it appreciated in value. Let's say it didn't even appreciate in value. Just you sell it for what you bought it for. Yeah. And yeah. I know there's fees involved. Let's just for the sake of this conversation, get rid of those. 
it's like you're given half your money back. Like, oh, that's true. The money that you paid, you're you're given that back, and the other half goes to finish paying off the mortgage. So, you know, that's the reason to buy. I agree with you. Being a homeowner myself at one point, granted, I bought a very old house that needed a lot of work. Yeah. And it was fine when I lived there because I could do some of the work myself. But the moment I moved and couldn't sell it because the housing market collapsed, I didn't have the money to put into the house. And it was a shame because I wanted to. But at that point, I was the landlord and things would break. Jesus. Sorry. Things would break and I would have to uh, pay for it. So that that sucked. So you do need to be in the right position to do it. Don't overextend yourself. And a lot of people, I don't know if there's a way around it at this point. I think you do have to overextend yourself. I I agree. So something else that sort of fueled this thought of like, fuck the future (laughs) was um, there was a lady that lived next door to my parents and she passed away. And now her kids are trying to sell the house. Um, the dad who had already passed away, um, was sick for a while. And so in order to pay for his medical bills, they did a reverse mortgage on the house. Well, he lived, I don't really understand, but he lived too long. And so they owe more on the house. Now that everyone's dead, they owe more on the house than what they could get to sell it. Yeah. And they borrowed against it. So what we talked about. Where you so, put the money in to yeah. the house. Let's say you bought a $100,000 house. You've paid off $50,000. You borrow against the equity of the house. You're like, oh, well, all right, I'll take a $50,000 loan. Great. Okay. And then that erases. The idea is the bank is insured. It's like, okay, well, fine. If you don't pay me back, I take your house and you know I got the money there. I don't know yeah. what happened in this instance. Like if the value of the house drops uh, or yeah, if... That value didn't drop, but it's still, I think that they just owe so much on it that even if they sold it, they would still have to pay the more, like part of the mortgage, right? Like whatever's left on the loan. Because somebody had medical bills and lived too long. That's the other. Yes. And so that's, that's so that was what I was thinking. Like if if that was me, I'd be like, well, I'm just not going to pay these medical bills. (laughs) Bye. I I think that's the thing to do. It's like, fuck you. I'm not paying these medical bills. This is outrageous in the first place. Not it, doing it. That it costs. Maybe, maybe I'll give you like, maybe I'll take out a loan for like 10 grand. There's no transparency. There's, I, I know that, you know, recently bills have been I'll passed. I'll pay $122 a month on a 10 grand loan. And if I owe you 50 grand, sorry, I'll give you 10K. But then do you, you screw do up your, do you screw over your kids or the people who? Well, they've um, already screwed over their kids because now they can't sell the house. I know bills have been passed recently and it's supposed to be uh, some transparency into hospital and medical billing, but it's right. still $600 for a fucking Tylenol shit like that. Get out of here. So that on <laughs> that's its why own, people avoid it. That's why they don't. That's why our healthcare, absolutely. our healthcare is not preventative, which would be cheaper in the long run. It's reactive because people don't want to go because they don't know what they're going to be charged. And like, if I don't need to go to the doctor, why the fuck would I go to the doctor? Don't because, put me in an ambulance. I don't have insurance. Do yeah. not take me in an ambulance. Yeah. Well, what if we I need to chopper you in? Well, I can't afford it. No, I'd rather <laughs> die. This is the situation that uh, people are, are put in. And 
it's a very real concern for people in retirement to live too long. They'll run out of money. Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I thought I was going to die at 84, and now I'm 95, and I, I don't know what the fuck to do. Yep. So my thing is, like, if I have debt, my debt does not pass on to my kids, right? My debt, wouldn't it die with me? Mm, well, shut I, up, baby. I'm pissed off. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's as clear cut as that. Cause bitch, I'll get if I if I'm near death, like get me some loans. I'll take the cash, I'll bury it in a tin can in the yard, and I'll tell the kids where to find it. And then <laughs> it won't be passed to them like directly. So children are not responsible for repaying the debt of their parents. Creditors do have a right to recoup payment through the estate. So yeah, yeah so the estate. Go ahead, take the estate. I took my, I took all my money and I put it in a can, and I gave my kids a treasure map. So yeah, so it, it doesn't pass on to them directly, <laughs> but if you pass the estate to them, and creditors want right. to raid the estate, you know, in theory, that's well. Not, just kidding. I got, I have five uh, k in my savings account. You want that? You can take it. I, I put fifteen thousand uh, in my can. <laughs> That's a cash, bitch. If you can hide it, go for it. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Just kidding. I'll be fucking so old without money. And I'll remember this podcast. I didn't save enough because I thought the future was fucked. Well, it is fucked. Maybe maybe the present's fucked, which leads to a <laughs> fucked future. If you're if you're living yeah. in a fucked time, you can't really <laughs> get out of it in the future. Yeah. Unless you have a revolution. We need to talk to Wes Moss. Maybe he can help us retire sooner in the old way that people used to retire, not the new way. Look, it's good if you can do it, but yeah. most people aren't even in a position to start saving money immediately. And I know there's no. this idea, you should just do it anyway. It's like, no, I need money to survive and pay my rent. I'm stressed enough. I'm not going to put the 10% away. And I know in the long run, you look back, you're like, I'm glad that I did that because I got a good jump start. But it's I do put 10% away. Hey, but, you should if you can. I mean, it's, But it's a, not it's, enough. 10%'s not enough. It's a shame that this is the system. You've got to just find a yeah. government job. People wonder yeah, why government... I'm actually looking into that. People wonder why government <laughs> workers are inept. But, uh, you know, you get to a point, you're like, you know what? Everyone's just trying to fuck me over. I'm in a position now where... Uh, it's going to be very hard to fire me, and I have a pension. I'm so right out my 20 years. It's a shame that we're at yeah. that point, but you know, it's a two way street. And if you're not getting the treatment and respect from your employer or your government, why are you going to put in the time yourself? Well, and that's what I'm saying. Then you feel like it's a like, fool, like you're the idiot. Yeah. It's like the person who I don't like. I don't like the standard is being set. And then I, as a person who has less than you, am being held to a higher standard. So being 41, you can retire with a 20-year pension. Put in your 20 years. Yeah, just get that government job. That's no job. problem. Get the government job. I think about it. I, you know, I'm not in a bad spot in my life, but I didn't start saving until yeah. much later, mid-30s, really. Maybe a little oh, bit. Oh, you are light years ahead of me. Sure, but some of that was money I got too because you know my my grandparents died, right? And then so you're handed. And they were in a time where they were able to do stuff like that, and then your dad. 
he was the last of his like pension people, right? Yeah, he's in a spot where he gets like he wasn't part of a, a union. He worked for Lockheed and he was in management. So that's the thing that, that goes to show you the company at some point because people tie pensions to unions too, mm-hmm. which I guess a lot of government jobs are backed by unions, which is maybe why it exists. But he was never part of a union. But Lockheed at some point cut this off. But he's in the the part where it's like, oh, you get a percentage of your salary the rest of your life. Right. Plus whatever he was already saving for retirement, right? Like a 401k or something. Yeah. But he also it's like it also took him a while to get there. Like my dad is in a very good spot. But when we were growing up again, we weren't poor. But talking about middle class, he made like thirty thousand dollars a year. But this is also the 80s. So, you know, it's not as, as low as it sounds right now. But, but he, he had three kids and a wife that didn't work. And he worked the night shift. Like he worked the swing okay. shift. He'd get home at 2 a.m. And at some point there was there was financial, I don't know when to say trouble, but stress because my mom would took a job like scraping windows on new construction houses after they painted them. The, the windows would have paint on them and, you know, they'd paint. Why wouldn't she go work in a shop or something? I don't know. That's what she did for a little bit. Um, okay. But it was also a time when my dad stuck with the same company his whole career and it ended up paying off. And uh, right. So what I'm saying is that, that that's going like their estate is a treasure chest. It's very different from my little tin can full of $25,000. <laughs> that's true. I don't think uh, like my parents are so young considering they had me when they were 21. It's like, I guess my future thinking about their death, which I don't necessarily want to do, but you know, it's, it's a reality, I guess it's Mm -hmm. like, I'll be older myself before anything is passed on to me. And it's not to say that that won't be helpful and, and carry me through the end of my life. But you know, it's not like there's a 40 year difference. It's like, okay, I should technically be retired by the time if everything goes accordingly, they die. Or right. close to retirement, and I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. Like myself. you had, you had the generation, two generations ago. Your grandparents were able to leave you something, and then the generation before you, your parents are going to be able to leave you something. I think for me, <laughs> yeah, leaving your kids. You know, but this is yeah, a lot of people. My little tin can. That's what I'm saying. I don't have a. I don't have anything to. I don't. A lot of people are. That's fin- what I'm saying. The future is annoying. A lot of people are facing that now, though. That's a that's the thing. Yeah. If I have kids, what would I leave them? I don't know. Even just having kids, it's like what's you would be able to leave them something because your family has set up in such a way that they were able to leave you something. Yeah, but it's still it's like it's I'm like I'm I'm not ungrateful, but I'm the kind of person it's like I would be nice if I could have created wealth for myself. Well, I think you are creating wealth for yourself. I am, look, I'm not in a bad spot compared to yeah. a lot of people. I'm not. But it's also. I don't see how it sets up for the future. If you take like inheritance out of the uh, right. equation, which makes it sound like I'm going to be rich. Not, but, you know, you will. No, I'm not. What is the definition of rich? I'm I don't not, know. I'm not going to be rich. Me. It's not like uh, parents are multimillionaires or something. No, it's just, it's just 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 you got you're going to have lots. There'll be enough. But you take that out of the equation. It's like, I don't know how I would set myself up. Yeah. Like I think about how it would last. 
you look at a stupid 401k and think, you know, just leave it, just leave it, just don't touch it, just leave it. Don't look, you don't even look I at know. it. I don't like it being subject to forces outside of my control in a system that I've... <sighs> yes, uh, and corruption. In a system that I've talked about that. that feels very unrealistic to me that needs to show nonstop growth. It's like it, it, it fucking always needs to grow. It can never not grow. Should Public- we take our money out? <laughs> What are you going to do with it? I don't know. Put it in that tin can. You don't have to pay taxes on it, too, because it's probably pre-taxed. I, I mean, it's not pre-taxed. It was taken out pre-tax. Um, can I, like, transfer it to my parents who are already in retirement and then they can take it out? And I don't know. I don't know what it. I think transferring to a and different person. And then I'll just put person, my own money into it. <laughs> I think transferring to a different person doesn't. You could I'm transfer sure. another account of yours that was a right. retirement account that you're not going to touch the money for a certain amount of time and then they wouldn't tax it in the moment. But I don't think you can send it to your parents. I'm not so well versed on financial, but I'm pretty confident. Hi, in that. I'm Wes Moss. <laughs> Bury yeah. your money in a tin can. Leave your kids a treasure map. Our company's going public. Last year we had $10 billion in revenue. This year we only had $9.9 billion. That's a failure. <laughs> That's a failure of a year because we didn't show growth. So now we but need to what? lay guess people what? off. CEO, CEO still gets $3,500,000 bonus. Yeah. Yeah. We need to lay people off. The CEO. We got to lay people off. We'll get the bonus. Uh, we're going to take Muckety out. Mucks get the bonus. We're going to take they out every a, other light bulb. Yes. Yes. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. This feels very unfair. <sighs> Hair, but what the world's not fair. I don't know. Just feels wrong. Nobody's saying uh, yes. The world's not fair. We all know it's not fair. I've never expected no. it to be fair. But right, and I'm don't, not really expecting it to be fair either. You but don't want like it to be said, a trap. Feels like a fucking trap with no way yes. to win. And it just feels very like that. I'm fine with some um, inequality as far as pay and like what someone might be worth as far as whatever but it just doesn't feel like someone could be worth 30 million dollars to run a company they're like they're like quarterbacks million dollars they're like quarterbacks it's a very special skill set that not everyone can do it's like what a, what do they do like a professional athlete i really I, don't, I don't understand what a ceo uh, i don't buy into it. that i don't think it's a special skill set i do think that it there's some ceos who are better than others and your business acumen and Sure, you can lead a big team and mm-hmm. there's a lot to navigate. But to me, it doesn't feel like such a special skill that not uh, that many people could learn to do it. Like how many people can actually be a star quarterback in the NFL? Not that many. Like it is. That's a talent that yeah. seems rare. Uh, CEO, give me some fucking schooling. Let me learn mm-hmm. business. There are some intangible things that come into play, but I I'm, I guarantee a lot of these fucking CEOs don't have those intangibles. <laughs> those don't exist. It's a lot of it, I feel, is the right place, right time. Uh, a lot yeah. of backstabbing, a lot of climbing on people's faces and heads to get to personality where, types. To, yeah, to get where you need to go. But I I believe maybe that. even some like coping mechanisms from trauma. 
of like, I've got to prove myself to be a certain type of person or I'll never be loved. Sure. And then they get there and they still feel like shit. And that's why they don't, yeah. uh, that's why they collect as much money as they can because. Right. Cause they don't care. There's nothing else for them to do. Like, well, at least I can do is continue to prove that I'm better than everyone else. Even if it doesn't make me feel better, I'll just make more and more. And their more. mother's, yeah. Their mother's abandonment left them unable to have compassion for the people <laughs> and underneath laugh, them. I'll laugh at the other people as they struggle to survive. As I take a shit in their desk at night, the mad shitter. Nobody even knows what's going on. Why is somebody at this office shitting in other people's desks? And it turns out to be the CEO every night. Just I mean, metaphorically, around. yes. Maybe in practice, they're like, why well, like a literal, the literal? I care so much about them. I care. I care. And it's like, but actually, I'm just shitting in their desks. I like this literal interpretation where there's an office where every morning somebody's desk has a dump in it and they can't figure it out. But then when they finally do, it turns out to be the CEO. Because it feels very oh fitting. He still got a bonus. I, I would like to say though, he I fired don't, him, but he still got the bonus. <laughs> the uh, just to finish my thought on that, it's like I don't feel like uh, it's a talent you're born with to be CEO. There are some things no. that go into it, but give me a fucking break. Throw people into school and get a fake fucking degree that they paid for. It's like, oh yeah, I went to college. I got my degree. Okay, you're good enough now. Now you're on the track. We'll get you there to CEO. Fuck you. Where'd you go? Why aren't you taking us out? I wanted that to be the end. Oh.